This is the Philadelphia Soul official pregame show. It's live on BLS. Bob Long is here, and we have commissioner of the AFL, Scott Butera, on the line. A real treat for us. Scott, you guys started this thing in April, and here we are in late August. Uh, What has the road been like for the Arena Football League as a whole? Well, Bob, first I'd like to say thank you for having me on the show, and I really appreciate the great support from the Philadelphia City as well as the uh, the Soul fans. It's just a tremendous group, um, great team, and it's exciting to see them uh, in the in the ultimate game in the Arena Bowl. Uh, it's been it's been a really good year for the Arena Football League. Um, we sort of took a new direction at the beginning of the year. We said we're going to focus on you know high quality teams, high quality ownership groups develop a platform for growth and stability, which is something the league sorely needed. And, you know, I think we had a great season in that regard. We had very competitive play, um, you know, t- tremendous coaching. And I think the players, you know, put forth a, you know, wonderful effort in um, not only, you know, competing against one another, but also, you know, providing a great product for our fans. We had great fan support throughout the year. Our viewership was actually up as a whole, Around 10 percent, but in our in our better cities, of which Philadelphia is one, it was even more than that, and uh, it was just just a great success. We, you know, have announced um, you know new teams entering next year. Washington being the first, we developed a broadcasting relationship with Univision, which opened us up to the Latin American and Mexican market, which we're really excited about. And um, it's just great to see the you know tremendous effort we had throughout the playoffs. The Incredibly exciting games, the great fan support, and I think uh, you know gearing up toward you know the Arena Bowl. I think we uh, ended up with a result that just couldn't be better, and I think this could be one of the best Arena Bowls in, in AFL history. We are certainly certainly excited for that uh, Arena Bowl. It's the Philadelphia Soul against the Arizona Rattlers, and that will take place in Talking Stick Resort Arena. In uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Scott, it's one of the toughest places to play in the league. Why is that, and what does this Arizona Rattlers team bring to the field that's so difficult to handle? Arena Bowl itself is going to be in the in the Gila River Center Arena, which is in Glendale, which is adjacent to the Cardinal Stadium. Um, while the Talking Stick Arena is the everyday home of the Arizona Rattlers, the Arena Bowl is going to be in Glendale, at the Gila Arena, which uh, seats even more. So um, I think the thing that makes Arizona such a tough place to play, obviously you're playing against a well-coached team with a lot of competitive athletes. So absent anything going on in the stadium, um, you know, it's a tough assignment for any visiting team. But you add on that just the absolute um, loyalty and really rabid nature of the Arizona Rattlers fans. They're some of the most loyal fans, as well as the Philadelphia Soul fans. Um, you know, they're some of the most loyal fans in, in arena football. They really understand the sport, and they they really understand how to get behind their team. They know when to cheer at the right time, and, you know, they can be very disruptive for someone, you know, going into what's going to be a very, very loud environment. Um, you know, trying to keep your composure is um, not the easiest thing in the world. So uh, the one thing I do know, though, is, you know, Philadelphia Soul, um, with Rodabon, just the experience with Clint Dolzell as coach, um, they're going to be prepared for that. I mean, there's nothing, you know, happening in the arena uh, that's going to phase the um, the soul and in regards to their attack and their coordination and their defense. So um, it is a tough place to play, but you know, I'm confident that the soul have what it takes to, you know, uh, counterbalance that. And I really don't see that 
um, you know, being as much a factor, uh, you know, for the soul as it would be a less experienced team. Here's one of the interesting things, Scott, and we're talking to Scott Butera, commissioner of the Arena Football League. I think one of the things that maybe fans didn't quite know coming into the season, but uh, was kind of was forced to know. Uh, they were forced to understand as they got into the playoffs. Both these teams, the Rattlers and the Soul, won their respective conference and had the same record. So when it came down to deciding who was going to be hosting this particular Arena Bowl, that came down to the margin of victory. Uh, the combined margin of victory in the two games that they played since they went one and one against one another. A double-digit victory for Arizona. Uh, Seoul only won by about seven or eight. So now as a result, it's being played in the state of Arizona. How does that or how did that uh, tiebreaker come to be? And did you expect that to have such a such a large impact on this season? Well, you know, the answer to that is is no. I mean, we have a series of tie-breaking, um, you know, criteria, and points scored and margin of victory is sort of at the bottom of that. So, you know, you hope it doesn't come down to something like that. I guess it's a little bit better than a coin flip, um, but that just shows how evenly matched these teams are. You know, I think that's what's going to make it such a great arena bowl is you have two teams that, you know, arguably are, are neck and neck as to who's better, and certainly, you know, next Friday night we'll decide that. Um, so while I, you know, in some regards, you don't like to see it come down to, to one of the last tie-breaking elements. Um, on, on the flip side, on the positive side, it means you got a hell of a match, and that's what we have here. So um, you know, it's it's uh, worked out that it would be in Arizona this year. I'm sure the Philly fans would have loved to have it, you know, back in Philly. But um, hopefully they'll, you know, they'll travel out to Phoenix. Not a bad time to be there, and. Um, you know, enjoy the game. So uh, answers uh, no, but you know, it just shows you how evenly matched how evenly matched these guys are, and uh, how great this game is going to be. Yeah, we're certainly looking forward to it here in Philadelphia. I know the Arizona fans are, and their media folks are feeling exactly the same way. The quarterback matchup will be a lot of fun. Nick Davila against Dan Rodabaugh, and you mentioned a little bit about Rodabaugh earlier and and his ability to really put the ball down the field, make every throw there is. What is it about Nick Davila? And these Soul fans probably have only seen him twice. What does he bring to the field that makes it so difficult for an opposing defense? Well, which, first and foremost, you've got two very, very experienced quarterbacks, two guys that are used to being there, two guys that have played you know, in championship games. They understand you know, what it takes to be successful under a great deal of pressure. You know, I really think it starts there. If I had to compare the two quarterbacks, you know, I really view um, – you know, uh, Rodabaugh is a little bit more of a technician. He's somebody that really, you know, is incredibly smart about the game, doesn't make mistakes, manages the team well, you know, has has tremendous, you know, physical talent, you know, can work the ball down the field, has a strong arm, and, um, you know, he's very successful, you know, using that. Nick Nick is incredibly fast. You know, he's a tall guy. He gets the ball out quick. Uh, you know, he's very, very smart about, you know, um, you know, moving on his feet and, you know, dealing with pressure. You know, he's a tough guy to pressure. Uh, because he is so fast, and he's a guy that, you know, when he's under pressure, knows where to go, you know, and I think that's what makes it tough. A lot of, a lot of these quarterbacks, you put some heat on them, you know, and, and, and they have a hard time, but, you know, Nick's one of these guys that you put some heat on him. He, he knows where his hot reads are. He knows how to hit those hot reads. He's very adept, um, you know, at being incredibly quick, so I think that's, that's going to be the challenge for Philadelphia is just dealing with you know, his ability to read defenses and, and, you know, get that ball out just incredibly fast. 
We're talking to Scott Butera, the Arena Football League Commissioner, a real treat for us here on the Philadelphia Soul pregame show live on BLS. And Scott, uh, this final game is really, you mentioned it at the beginning of this interview, but the last stage of, of the league in its current form and then uh, multiple teams coming in and, and more and more on the way in future years. So the I'll take you away from arena football for a second. The gymnastics team uh, are calling themselves in the Olympics the, the final five. So, you know, maybe this is the starting eight and the beginning of a, a kind of new era of arena football. Uh, what have these eight franchises done to really set themselves up and set the whole league up for this growth that you guys are planning over the next uh, five to ten years? Well, it, it all starts at the top. You know, any any good organization has to be run correctly and you know all these franchises have strong ownership groups which is why we kept them you know they play by the rules they know how to recruit talent uh they know how to train talent they hire good coaches um so it really does you know start you know right there you know they're in the right cities they get uh tremendous fan support they know how to market to their fans they know how to run a business they know how to run a team and you know it's, it's just the kind of group that you know you want to be part of so anybody who sort of didn't fit that criteria you know, you know, unfortunately or unfortunately isn't with us, but that's, that's how we did it. You know, and now, and now that you have that, you have a platform that other people will want to join and be part of, you know, cause they'll see the success that these eight have had. I'm sure we can parlay that into, you know, hopefully a bigger presence throughout the country and maybe even abroad. So, um, but you know, the, the, the best thing I can say is they're, you know, strong ownership groups, um, that know how to market and sell their teams, generate fan support, be loyal to their fans, be good to their fans, um, and then recruit the right coaches and recruit the right talent, develop, you know, a really good system. You know, and in football, you know, it's not about individual talent. There's just too many, you know, too many players on a field for one person to make a difference as opposed to other sports, uh, you know, basketball, for example, or, you know, other sports that are more individual in nature. You know, football is really about a team, a system, everybody working together, everybody being part of, you know, a group that's thinking as one. And these these teams, you know, know how to do that. Uh, they're also used to high-pressure situations. They're used to playing, you know, in, uh, in, in playoff games and championship games. So they don't get phased easily. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's that's really what, you know, set certainly the folks that have been in the last, you know, couple of rounds of these playoffs apart from, you know, everybody else. Scott Butera here on the Philadelphia Soul official pregame show. Scott, these are the two highest scoring teams in the league, and that shouldn't be too, too much of a surprise given the nature of arena football and how it's developed over the last few years. What is your key to the game? Uh, two defenses that are kind of mid-table uh, but do cause a lot of turnovers, the both of them, but from a yards perspective, maybe not one and two necessarily. Uh, what is going to be the most important thing for either of these teams to maybe get those one or two big stops in crucial situations? I just think keeping your composure. I think it's going to come down to coaching, preparation, and training. You know, when you get in tough situations, you got to rely on your training. So the team that comes in the best prepared, um, you know, they, they can handle that, you know, last-minute play, uh, whether it's on offense or defense. You know, that that's the team that's going to be successful. So, these the talent here is, is too evenly matched to say it's going to come down to you know a, a player making a great play. It's really going to come down to a couple of key plays, and, and the question is who are the most prepared for those plays? And you know it's hard for me to handicap that because both 
Both coaching staffs are just incredibly strong. Both are very capable of figuring out what to do. So, um, but but it's going to be it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to one or two critical plays and who's training put them in position to make that play is going to be the deciding factor in my mind. It's really going to be an incredible game, and Commissioner, we appreciate the time here. Uh, sit back, kick the feet up, enjoy the ball game, and we'll talk to you next year. We can't wait for it. Absolutely, and good luck to the soul, and good luck to the people in Philadelphia. It's been a tremendous, tremendous group for us. I love you all, and I wish you nothing but uh, nothing but the best on Friday. So thanks for having me, and, and good luck. Hope to see you there. There he is, Commissioner Scott Butera of the Arena Football League. Thanks to him for his time as always.